Hey people, welcome to another episode of Coffee Catch-Ups with me, Amelia Beaumont. And me, Tanya Wiley. Coffee Catch-Ups is a Christian podcast all about life in your 20s, um, the various challenges that that brings. Um, and yeah, we're not teachers, we're not theologians, we're not scholars, um, we're just two people who love Jesus and want to live for him as best we can. So this week, guys, uh, we are talking about bold prayer again, just because when we recorded last time, there was so much good content, wasn't there, Amina? We were like... Oh, we yeah. Can't, yeah, we were like, we can't cut this down. There's too much in here. Um, so we decided to split it into two so that you guys can enjoy in a bit more bite-sized chunks. Um, so yeah, here we go. I have another bold prayer, which is a, what I call a probably a struggle against the flesh kind of prayer. And there's a verse, to, so I'm not just plucking it out of thin air because there's a verse in the Bible. Matthew 5, 44. You ready, Amelia? It's a big one. so ready. Hit me with it. Okay. I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Ouch. Oh, it's a bold prayer, huh? I see. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> that was a great noise. <laughs> it is a huge prayer. Um, and it's mentioned in the Bible, and you see Jesus doing it on the cross. Father, forgive them. He's praying. Um, so not only is it in Matthew, it's also Jesus shows us how to do it. How do we take that verse and into our prayer lives? Like, have you ever done that? Have you ever prayed for those who persecute you or whatever the equivalent means to you? Oh, man. Um, yeah, it's hard isn't it because so often like I I really struggle when things are kind of like um feel out of balance if if you know what I mean like when things aren't kind of in all in harmony yeah and so if there's discord between me and another person I will I will I need to sort it out immediately um and obviously that doesn't always happen um it can't always happen um not that it happens a lot but you know again I'm sure I've mentioned this before um, I was really badly bullied in primary in the first sort of half of secondary school. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got it got to a point where I I think I'd had an argument with my sister or something. And um, I just had this massive breakdown about it. And I, my me and my mum, this was all her idea. So like full credit to her, um, sat down and I wrote down on pieces of paper all of the names of the people that I felt had like bullied me or wronged me mm. um and then in <laughs> we didn't set fire to them it's fine um <laughs> it sounds like it's going that way but it's not um Carry on. <laughs> like we just she got me to read the names out one by one um and just say in the name of Jesus I forgive you and set you free oh, um beautiful. which was just like it was so hard to do <laughs> because with each one of these people, I'm just like, yeah, but they've hurt me. Mm, they've yes. really hurt me. Um, which, you know, and like for no, as far as I could see, no good reason. Yeah. Um, and that it was really hard, but actually it was such a liberating thing to do. Yes. Um, and it sounds proper weird, but then, you know, my mum's a bit quirky. Your mum's um, great. I love that she did that yeah. and, it, and helped to install that because it's so hard to pray those prayers. Like it, it is physically hard. There's something innate in our spirit and not in our spirit, in our flesh that wants recompense for our hurts. Mm. Why should they carry on with their life 
as if they can and get away with it. It's it's our and there's nothing in in many ways. There's something very righteous in if you've got a righteous anger. This person has mistreated me. This person has has um, crossed a boundary which is set up for good reason, and that's not okay. And so there's something that like God doesn't want us to not acknowledge that. For sure. God doesn't say it's totally okay for people to be horrible to you uh you because you got you just pray for them and it's all fine um but he but he does say pray for those who persecute you not so that they can suddenly have an easy life but because that it it creates liberation for yourself um and it's such an anti-fleshly thing it's such an anti-sin thing for to, to do and it's so much harder to do when it's you. I have a, story, a similar story and a similar story of where I was told to do this by a friend and then to step it up like a whole new level. Um, so I I went through a tricky breakup um, a while back. Um, and then I, and I, I, this was, you were there this day that I did this. So um uh, I had, we'd been broken up for a while and then I had discovered some rather horrible news that they had not been faithful to me during our relationship. And although I was totally, in many ways, had grieved that relationship already and was already in a position to move on, it brought me straight back to that point of oh, betrayal. And I was angry like I'd never been angry before. I'm not an angry person. I don't generally get angry, I get irritated, and then I get over it quite quickly. But my blood was boiling, like in a way I could, I've never been that angry before in my life. I remember this very vividly. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I remember coming in and I was so, and I told, I, coming to my parents' house and I told my parents and my dad was like, oh, that's good. At least you know it was the right decision not to be together. And I was like, don't you understand how much this violated me? And and I just, I felt so mad and also upset and a mixture of emotions. And it was, <laughs> it was quite something. Um, anyway, I think I, being me and being the external processor, told a few people and was just like, I know I was crying on your floor at one point, Amelia. Yes, but anyway. Which is so fine as well. It's absolutely okay. fine. And and for me, it was a real big, this is a side note, by the way, um, that kind of links back to what we said a second ago. For me, it was really important that I was angry initially. Um, anger is a useful thing. Like I know that we're often sort of told to ignore it, but anger is a useful emotion. Otherwise, God wouldn't have created it. Uh, Jesus gets angry and, and he got angry in the temple and then he forgives. You, when you get angry because something is wrong, that is a good thing. We should be slightly sometimes angry about things as Christians. Of course we should. Um, but it's then how do we move on into a level of acceptance or solving or whatever. Anyway, rant over. But I, for me, because I'd never been angry with that person before, I just blamed myself entirely for the ending of that relationship. It was a really big step um, to, to suddenly realise, actually, that's not OK that I'm treated like that. But then I stayed in this anger, little ball. Of, I'm so angry. It's really not fair. And then my friend challenged me to pray something. And she was like, have you prayed for him? And I was like, yeah, I had. Because I had. Because I remember I prayed on your uh, bed or floor or something. I can't remember. But I remember praying for him then. And then she she challenged me. I was like, okay, you've, pray, you've prayed for him. Okay. Why don't you see if you can step that prayer up? 
can you pray that this person would have their wildest dreams come true? So not only praying for them, but praying a whole new level that your enemy or the person persecuting you or whatever might just have gold and like just everything that they've ever wanted. And I remember thinking when she told me, I was like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> it's not happening. I'm not, no way. It doesn't deserve it. It's not right. I'm the one that's wrong, in, like that's been wronged. He needs to get what's coming to him. Anyway, the, <laughs> this is a really long anecdote. I'm so sorry, everyone, but I hope you're enjoying. Um, <laughs> I remember it kept praying on my mind for quite for a little while and I was sort of consumed with this emotion this series of emotions this wrong this wound um and so I was driving um home one day I can't remember where um but I was on my motorbike I remember this and I was like okay this is taking up too much of my thought life this is consuming me and this isn't right so I pulled in to the side of the road um, and I remember the position that I was trying to pray in because I was found it physically difficult to pray this I had my hands on my handlebar and my head with my helmet on in in between like this <laughs> bracing myself against this motorbike because I was like I can't pray this um, I must have looked strange to the passers passes by going past I must have been strange but and then I remember like okay father god and want to pray for and I prayed for this person and I named all of the things that I knew because I'd spent a lot of time with this person I knew that they their deepest desires were in life and one of them was that they would have a family and a wife and I remember streaming tears because everything in me didn't want to pray that that would be somebody else and didn't want to pray that this person who hurt me so much would be as happy as anything when I was miserable but I tell you one thing, it didn't occupy my thought life half as much. There was liberation mm. and there was, there was physical pain in doing it, but suddenly I felt lighter. And I don't, I, and I realized why we're supposed to pray for our enemies. It's so that we have an armor on that's stronger. Um, it's so that we learn to love as God loves. Um, and then hopefully we can get to a stage as humans where we don't have enemies. Like I know that's very utopian, but if you start to see everyone as a child of God, then I, that's the way to go, isn't it? In harmony. Anyway, that was a long rant. No, Oman, I, I love it. And it's such a powerful story. Like I remember mm -hmm. you, I think I actually remember you getting that text from your friend that said to do that. And I was just like, I was so impacted by that as well, because it is such like, obviously, you know, I wasn't nearly in the same place as you were, mm. but like, it's, it was such a huge thing. I was like, oh my gosh, that's huge. Like to pray for someone who's hurt you that their wildest dreams will come true is massive. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I've not been fantastic at doing that, but you know, in other situations, um, more recently where I felt really hurt by somebody mm. and praying actually God's like you know do what you want to do with their life as well as my life and actually like I again believing that God is good and has good things for them and for me like praying that is a real challenge but it like you say it's such a liberating thing 
Um, yeah, I think there's a spiritual thing that happens when you pray something so anti, mm. uh, almost anti-human. Uh, those, those prayers which hurt, that are mm. so anti your flesh. Uh, I believe that, that the devil runs a mile when you start to pray that. That's kind of the image that I have when you when you pray like that, when you pray that boldly and that against what you want to do. I also love it when um, when it's a, it's a smaller one, but it's it's beautiful. I love it when people pray for your world leaders as you should, regardless of what people believe, whether you like the pol- that politician or that world leader or whatever, you should pray for them because they're... Mm-hmm they are in charge of the country or the world or whatever and I love it when people do it and my dad did it once and he went I really think this I really don't like this person but I'm I'm gonna pray that 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 God just does something miraculous with them and and it was really it was funny but it was also it was also wonderful and I think that's a another example a slightly lighter one of how what we should be praying for as Christians Mm. it shouldn't necessarily be just what we want to pray for yeah Absolutely. And I think that's a really key one, actually, I think praying for world leaders, because, again, that's a biblical thing to do. We're told in the Bible to pray for our governments, for our monarchies. Um, And I've had similar things when someone when someone at the front of church, for example, has said, pray for world leaders now, Like you know, just take a minute and and pick one. Um, And, you know, I mean, at the moment, what we've got going on with Ukraine, um, with with Russia, um, pray for Putin yes like pray for putin that jesus would would reveal himself to him um, and change his heart and there's a really powerful verse i think it comes from ezekiel um it's ezekiel 36 26 that says i will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you i will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh um like pray that over putin pray that over people you don't like um in your in your own life in you know in your government I can think of a few in the government (laughs) (laughs) yikes um and um, I think pray that over yourself if you feel like you've got any resentments I think it's so easy sometimes to get resentful and and sometimes forgive prayers of forgiveness of other people we're we're talking praying for uh those who persecute us that takes it's not just like one prayer fixed sometimes you know it's a continual prayer um you know pre- praying every day perhaps you know it, until yeah. until that sort of resentment's gone but I love that verse oh beautiful oh it's a cracking verse on the subject of prayer I actually think one of the hardest times to pray is when everything is going really well oh yes mm. so true yeah my goodness is is actually really stepping up your prayer life when everything is going well I find that hard I'm always like when I'm in a difficult situation, I'm like, oh God, oh, please help me. I'm, I'm really struggling. But when everything's going well, I'm like, oh, great. Thanks, God. Maybe a little, a little thank you rather than the level of boldness I will pray when I'm in trouble. I don't know if you resonate with that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I, there was a point last summer where everything was going super well. And I was, I was taking the time to notice, to be fair, like actually everything is, is really good right now. And I'm really grateful for that. But in terms of prayer, mm. like how amazing would it be, like you say, to kind of take note of actually, yeah, things are going really well. Um, more Lord, like, yeah. come on. Um, actually, you know, Lord, thank you so much for this. Um, may you do even greater things mm. in the days to come. Um, 
like because it, it in a way I don't know whether this is just sort of an awkward English thing it feels a bit ungrateful doesn't it yeah to go oh this is good but actually I want better yeah. um but actually that's not what that is um it's because you know with with god there's always further you can go there's always yeah. deeper you can go in your relationship there's always more that he can give you um yeah. and actually we should want that like stay hungry for it and I love that. stay times, hungry that's, that's brilliant yeah like in those times just be like okay lord thank you so much for this and don't skip the gratitude bit but yeah. like thank you lord so much for this please give me more yeah um, well what is it you want me to do with this time because you know things are going well and like if you'd bow the knee when things are going really well and you don't have all of your own um for want of a better word baggage or stumblings that you're trying to just get over mm-hmm. and you're there and able to be still and to go god how can you use me hit the isaiah moment of here i am send me then then we that is bold because that's that's going everything's going really well for me right now so what can I do now for your kingdom um not that we can't always be doing stuff for the kingdom even when we're struggling in fact sometimes when we're struggling we do a lot for the kingdom um because it's just a huge testimony itself but when things are going well life's ticking along particularly in the western world it can be really easy to get complacent and just be like great God, just keep it the same. We'll just have some homeostasis now. That'd be great. Um, but no, God, I bow my knee. What do you want me to do? And that might be, be helping other people pray because they can't. And I think linking back to, to when we were talking about praying for those who persecute you, uh, my example and your example of that, there was someone who came alongside us and said, well, let's pray. Let's pray for for your enemy. Let's pray. Let's not let's not just pray down here, but let's pray bigger. And so maybe that's you when everything's going well that you can come alongside and you can go. Let's pray bigger. I'm just preaching to myself here because <laughs> I'm like I need to do that. <laughs> it's so like it's such a big topic and it's not one of those that comes easily. Like to be fair, to to point this out, people this is not us saying that we're good at this oh no like, I'm rubbish oh my I'm terrible at it I'm so bad like I said at the beginning so many of my prayers are like lord help like a very kind of timid I don't I'm nervous I don't know what to do again which there is nothing wrong with um but actually like you know we yeah we're not <laughs> we're not experts at this by any stretch yeah um but it is such a an important thing to to look at because actually again like we were saying kind of more towards the beginning this is our calling yeah as as christians it's part of that calling to to mm-hmm. step into the purposes of god and pray into them yeah and i think a bold what we this t- podcast is titled uh, boldly i pray but that's very much because praying is about relationship um and so how you pray boldly is how is different to how other people pray boldly so sometimes just saying a prayer is really bold sometimes when you can't pray and you don't know what to pray and all you can manage is the lord's prayer because you you know it or you can read it or a prayer that someone sent you that you can just read that's a bold prayer if that's all you can do any prayer is a bold prayer because the enemy hates it when we pray um and every time you pray you're meeting with your friend your father and your almighty god um so yeah I just want to encourage you if you're listening to this and you're thinking oh I don't think I can pray like that a bold prayer for you is a bold is a bold prayer in heaven 
nonetheless come on uh, i mean you know what's that um the thing that jesus says faith as small as a mustard seed can move mountains amen um and that i think that applies to prayer too yeah um like prayer is so powerful and so beautiful and important and again like you know like you saying it's not it doesn't have to be huge with these big brash words and in front of lots of people it can just be on your knees in your bedroom yeah um and and praying in that place of of hardship or or whatever mm-hmm. it could also be a song like worship even when it's hard mm-hmm. um, because again yes. prayer is communication with god worship counts as that too um or or whatever it is even just saying the name of jesus um yeah. when you find it difficult mm-hmm. um so yeah absolutely pray on the toilet i love to do that Oh, I <laughs> I became a Christian on the toilet. Did I tell you that? No. Tell <laughs> all. Oh my gosh! I know so many people who are going to listen to this and absolutely rip me to shreds for it afterwards. Um, but um, <laughs> so, including you. Um, when I was I was nine, I'd just been reading um, Treasures in the Snow by Patricia Sinjin, which cracking book. Read it if you haven't. Um, <laughs> And it talks a lot about God knocking on the door of our hearts. You know, like we have to choose to let him in, but you know, if we're harboring unforgiveness and stuff, that actually can't happen. Okay. Um, um, and I was, <laughs> I was just, I was literally on the loo and I had this, um, like clearly there was some work going on next door, like a, someone like hammering and stuff, but okay. it just brought me back to that thing about God knocking on the door of our hearts. And I went, okay, oh. Lord, come in. Um, <laughs> which is so hilarious I remember telling that at my baptism when I was about 13 and the entire church just started absolutely wetting themselves laughing um (laughs) toilet pun not intended yeah Um, that's brilliant but god see he even listens to your toilet prayers but yeah there you go fun fact about Amelia's life she became a Christian on the toilet please don't send me I love it I love it that's so real I love that oh my goodness okay I don't really know what we were talking about before but (laughs) oh press oh my goodness it's bold to pray when you're um yeah yeah I guess pray pray wherever you are and um I just I guess encouraging those bold prayers do it yeah absolutely man such a good summary yeah recommendation section I think we should. <laughs> I think that's a great place to go. So this week we're recommending podcasts. Well, Christian podcasts. So, yeah. Amelia, what's your recommendation? I am recommending to you a podcast called A Tale of Two Singles, mm-hmm. um, which is run by two Christian single gals in their early 30s. Um, and it's so I, I love it they basically just chat really casually um, about just dating and singleness and all of that stuff within the church um, they get some fantastic guests on um, they have such a laugh like I've literally been on the bus listening to it before and been trying not to laugh out loud because it's <laughs> weirdly um, and it's just it's just super relatable um, it sounds like it's just for girls it's really not um like they have a lot of guy listeners too who really enjoy it um but yeah it's really good I love yeah. it you also sent an anecdote in didn't you and it got <laughs> <laughs> I 
Tanya, what podcast are you recommending to uh, So, Christian podcast I'm recommending is a relatively new podcast. So this is their season one. It's made by a friend of mine called Alan Shires, um, who's great. He is a Christian actor um, and voiceover coach. And um, it's called Faith and Famous. Oh, there you okay. go. It's on Apple Podcasts. I, well, and probably other things, but I list on Apple Podcasts. Um, and it, basically, it's... Um, Alan, who's a professional actor, been on loads of things, interviewing different actors each and performers each week. So there's people from The Chosen on there. Um, and yeah, and then quite a few other actors who you you may or may not have heard of, but they are relatively well-known and successful. And so it's a really cool insight into what it is to be in the sort of <laughs> uh, media world. Um, and be a Christian and you may think gosh that's not for me I'm not an actor is it only for people that are a performing artist but no there's definitely stuff in there for everyone there's it's not just all about the the industry but it's really interesting and you'll probably be listening to a few familiar faces um as well so uh please also give them some support because Alan is, has had a heart for this for a really like a while I remember speaking to him like early January he was talking about um, really tuning into what God wants him to do in the industry. And this is one of the things that he's really had in his heart. So, so if you, I'll just encourage you to have a listen because this is, this guy is, is, is great and God is going to do stuff with this. So, um, so yeah, that's my recommendations. Awesome. That was it. All that, that, all of that being said, these are great podcasts. Please don't stop listening to us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, please don't. Um, it's great. And actually, um, I was gonna, we got distracted at the end of the um, the last section about Amelia's toilet story. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I just remember what I was Why say. are you bringing it up again? <laughs> I bring it up because it distracted me because I was gonna say at the end of that section to lead us into this recommendation section, I was gonna say, if you have any prayer requests, <laughs> um, no, I'm taking my serious voice, serious voice on. If you have any prayer requests or um, yeah, anything that's going on in life you would like us to pray for uh, for you completely anonymously by the way we won't share any of these details on another podcast or with anyone else other than me and Amelia um we would love to pray for you please don't hesitate to to email us or contact us on any of our socials Amelia you're the you're the girl with all the details so if you want to email us our email is coffeecatchupspodcast at gmail.com um we are also coffee underscore catchups on instagram and twitter and we also have a Facebook page called Coffee Catchups Podcast. Um, but yeah, please email us your prayer requests or if you just have any general feedback, if you want to say hi, um, we would really love to hear from you. So yeah, totally do that. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. See you again. Bye. Bye.